2: I know that human being and science. science can coexist peacefully.
1: This was our finest Petri Dish. Guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. And I'm Sean. Wow. <laughs> uh, we talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Sean wrote this beautiful way. Hey, beautiful is the wrong word. This haunting, terrifying,
2: love way into this episode. So give it to us, all baby. Right, all right. All right. Look, we're all animals, okay? And because of our animal bias, we have a tendency to think of plants as very passive organisms, right? We don't think that they do very much. They kind of stick to the same spot. They kind of just hang out, drinking in that sun. Making oxygen for us. Listen to Jimmy Buffett. Bone for Ron DeSantis. Wait, who are we talking about? (laughs) Making these, uh, yeah, exactly. Floridians. (laughs) Making oxygen for us uh, more exciting things to breathe and making carbs for us more exciting things to eat. But if we could hear just a slightly higher frequency sound, sound in the 50 kilohertz range, we would be able to hear a whole new world from these seemingly passive plants. We'd hear them screaming. Or, well... We technically hear them clicking, but clicking in distress. I, I think that's cool.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to be more helpful. <laughs> so, it's, ooh. <laughs> that's hot. And That's what we're talking about today, guys. Plants scream. When you eat them, vegetarians <laughs> <let> them scream.
2: <laughs> well, they're already dead by that point. I do want <laughs> yeah. to, they, they've been very specifically requested that we try to put out a hit piece on vegetarians. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, so? Okay. But yeah, so, today's
1: episode, the screaming of the plants. <laughs> Let's get into it. All right, so Sean, when you said uh, that, that, uh, you know, very melodramatically screaming, but the plants are definitely clicking. hmm
2: Um... I've never heard that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and play that sound, just so that everyone can hear it. Oh, shit. Whoa. That is the sound of your brain on plants. No, so that's the sound of a tomato plant, right? Yeah, that's the sound of a tomato plant that's thirsty, okay?
1: Oh. And so, <laughs> yeah, you know what's <laughs> up.
2: Yeah, okay. So uh, plants are actually very vocal when they aren't feeling well, apparently. Like when they are cut or when they are feeling thirsty. Mm. The sound is in what we call the ultrasound range, okay? So this is a range that's higher frequency than we can hear as humans. Normal human hearing ranges from... Uh, about 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz. That's a pretty broad range. But plant speech is just, like, slightly out of reach at, like, 50 kilohertz. That, sound, that sounds pretty... a lot higher.
1: What? Well, I just... I don't know, like, how you, we measure sound, really. Like, I don't know... Sure, sure, sure. It's it sounds, just... It's like, 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 t- like double
2: the kilohertz. Yeah, but 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz is yeah. a thousand-fold range. Oh, wow. That we can hear. Oh, wow. So... Fifty kilohertz is higher, so, but like it's just like so. Plants really ultra-fifty. don't want to be heard by us. Yeah, they might Sounds not want to like be. Sounds like to me. Yeah, right, so. or we evolved to not be able to hear them because it's so annoying to yeah. just have them clicking all the time. <laughs> Doesn't ultrasound sound kind of like
1: a, like a like an X man who just like very annoyingly no one can hear? <laughs> you know, he's always like open his, he's always flapping his lips. always he's saying something. There's that. Like, uh,
2: what? There's that. Um, uh, man, what, like, what's what's a banshee? yeah but rather than a mutant there was that one uh guy god what was he he was like black bolt or something like that and oh yeah, yeah yeah from uh
1: it was, no, it's not eternal's it's the one that like flopped pretty hard right like
2: like they made a TV show yeah, yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah 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 and and that dude, whenever he talks, right, he just, like, blah, blah, yeah, he's just, yeah, just die. shit. Yeah, like all yeah. right, all right, anyway. But ultrasound is like what you get onto your tummy when you're pregnant, right? Like it, you it. know, what's funny is
1: when you said ultrasound, yeah. I was thinking about all this X Men stuff, and then when I said ultrasound, I was like, oh yeah, that's. The <laughs> 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 so there's just something about this. you say it in such a, such a manly way. Ultrasound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a different thing
2: than like the belly. Yeah, I hit the ultra really hard, and you hit the sound. Part. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So look, you know, when you're a father, you're gonna say the sound part more. Ultrasound. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so what we just played, though, the audio that we played for you guys, is audio that's been pitched down so that the frequency is something we can actually hear. That's cool. And it's sped up because normally these plants, even when they're not feeling well, they're clicking at like two clicks a minute. That's way too boring sounding. So just, we had we had to speed that just up. Just to be in the weeds with you for a quick second, how yeah. did anyone think to record this? Uh, <laughs> that is a pretty good question. I think what happened is that there's a team that was basically looking around um, at whether or not plants can react to animal sounds, particularly right. like pollinator sounds. They're right, trying to see if there, there are things that pollinators do, uh, and trying to see if any of those things that pollinators do. Interact with the plants in some kind of way. Okay. So one of them is just like bees buzz, right? Right. So they put
1: up a bunch of little little soundy bounties, whatever those are called, that heard the bee sounds,
2: right, or made bee sounds. Yeah. So the initial set of experiments that they had done years ago, a few years ago, mm-hmm. 2019, I think, is when they did it, was the um, times. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> was they basically played back bee sounds, and then they played back artificial sounds that to us would not sound like a bee, right? But work on the same frequencies and sort of cadence of like a bee's buzz. And when they played those, both of those made it so that the plants secreted not more nectar, but more concentrated nectar uh, with more sugar in it. Oh, more juice. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: And so... You know, they do that with Drake tracks too. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> they get more concentrated oh, juice yeah. on the floor.
2: The hotline, hotline bling in Yeah, yeah.
1: It's a frequency you can't actually hear, <laughs> but you do secrete.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. You, you are a secreter. I know that about that, you. That's why the
1: song's popular, despite being a burning pile of shit. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> fucking Degrassi motherfucker. Um, <laughs> he made it, dude. <laughs> yep. So basically what they found was that, yeah, the plants are able to react to this bee sound and so I think that that got them into the idea of like, okay, is there anything happening in the other direction? Right? Like, mm, they were just like, what if the plants talk back?
1: They're just like kind of thinking about it, they're mulling it yeah, over. Yeah. Send there, it's shot. a pandemic i got yeah. this crazy idea, man. Yeah. So they're just sitting
2: around with a bunch of <laughs> microphones and plants just, like, sitting there quietly. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of their heads ticking. And, yeah, they're like, what if I just ah. What if I just can't hear what these plants are doing? It's <laughs>
1: ah. so, like
2: an M. Night Shyamalan premise. So they picked frequencies that yeah. are outside of our hearing. Yeah. But also frequencies that wouldn't attenuate in air really quickly. So uh, 50 kilohertz is higher than we can hear, but there are sounds at higher frequency, too. Right. right? It's just those vibrations at higher frequency, usually air doesn't let them travel very far. Interesting. They would only get a few inches away from the plant and stuff like that. Wait, wait, wait. So they're like, okay, if plants are making some kind of noise that's useful, then the range we would be caring about is still kind of close. Uh, It's just outside of our hearing. Okay. And And so, yeah. They threw up some
1: microphones around plants, and sure enough, they got these sounds.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, regular healthy plants didn't make any kind of sounds. Oh, interesting. All right. Um, And uh, really, the only kinds of plants that were making sounds were ones that were not feeling all that well. All right. So, let's stop this detour and get back to, before we delve into that,
1: what are the, like, how do they make clicking sounds? What's happening? Yeah. So, this... (laughs) Well, I was was about to say, we're about to go back to elementary school biology. (laughs) Yes, I mean my elementary yeah. school. Oh, I was you're so famous! I was part of Gift
2: Gate. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up at the yeah. wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> you showed up. You showed up at like the Santa in the mall, and you're like, "I'm ready to learn. <laughs> Teach me your ways." And Gift. Um, <laughs> oh shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Um, this study came out in March of 2023, okay? So it has not been very much time. Yeah. So they aren't totally sure how the plants are making this sound, but the current best hypothesis is that this is something kind of like throat gurgling. So basically, plants have these little, uh, thin straws inside of them called xylem. Xylem are tubes that help carry water from the roots to the rest of the plant, okay? Mm Okay. Xylem tubes are typically filled with water and are pretty narrow. Narrow enough that something called capillary action pulls the water along nicely from the roots to the leaves where the water is getting transpired away. And so these are some words that came up in, the, for most people, middle and high school, if you weren't Nathan. So, some other people at the mall. <laughs> and so basically, leaves have these little holes in them called stomata. And Santa
0: showed me his xylem.
2: <laughs> oh, no. I not
0: want to tell you what transpired. <laughs> is
2: not good. <laughs> that is not good. It's a, it's a, a thin straw, huh? Yikes. Yikes <laughs> this is on a thin that <laughs> straw I just crossed right over. <laughs> with, with water in it. Um, okay. So this
1: isn't one of those normal looking Santa. This is like not a girthy Santa. <laughs> this is like kind of a skinny straight out of prison Santa. I don't like it. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's the danger zone. And okay. A
1: big big neck tattoo
2: of a dead elf. So these stomata on the leaves. <laughs> the stomata! The stomata! They're they're there for gas exchange, okay? Because uh, plants want to bring in some carbon dioxide so that they can do photosynthesis with mm. the carbon dioxide, right? The thing is that those holes are holes from which water can evaporate. That evaporation process is called transpiration. All right. As one water molecule is evaporating out of the leaf, it's holding hands to another water molecule in the leaf still, which is holding hands to other water molecules that are all the way down the xylem, all the way down to the roots. So this this whole chain of water molecules holding hands in something called cohesion. Right. And so as one water molecule kind of evaporates away, it helps pull all these other water molecules along. Right. Water molecules also can do something called adhesion to the walls of the xylem. And so, basically, you just have this big tube of water that's always getting kind of pulled along up from the roots, okay? But if a plant is under drought conditions, so basically there's not that much water getting pulled in from the roots, or if the stem gets cut somewhere so that that chain of water gets broken and messes up the flow in the xylem, you can potentially create what's called a cavitation bubble or a cavitation noise. Mm. It's a popping sound that happens when a vacuum is created for a second and then collapses. Right. Cavitation noises uh, are sometimes called sonic booms when they happen in air. This is this is like the sound that came from Middle America when Chuck Lorre
1: briefly didn't have a comedy on air. (laughs) Great. It was a very brief vacuum. (laughs) Yes, yes, for a moment. Yeah, everyone everyone (laughs) popped for a second
2: in Ohio. Between seasons of Yellowstone, it's a similar thing. (laughs) Oh no, not Yellowstone. it's also the popping sound in water that happens when one of those, like, little mantis ship guys punch something. Oh, yeah. They, they punch so fast that a small vacuum is created in the water. That's cool. And it, it makes a popping sound. Very Do you cool. think, like, there's a mini black hole in there?
1: <laughs> no, 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 we're not
2: talking physics. <laughs> we're
1: not talking physics. <laughs>
2: not a black hole, but as far as I understand, it punches fast enough that, like, a little bit of light is created. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, Because it's so energetic, and the vacuum energy just, it is just a little... Anyway, so that cavitation is probably what these clicking noises are. Uh, In the paper, they used these machine learning algorithms. AI. Oh, my God. Canceled this study. Chat GPT. (laughs) Uh, In this paper, so they used machine learning algorithms to process the clicks and found that they could tell a difference between happy and sad plants in the context of drought within a greenhouse. Okay? And the reason why that would be more difficult is when they first started, like, finding these sounds, it was in a sound box. Yeah. So it was just like, The plant in a pot inside of a sound box with microphones, right? But in a slightly more real world application, there would be a lot of plants with like the sounds of a greenhouse like sprinklers turning on or whatever the fuck and like people walking around. And so what they did was basically they set up those microphones in an empty greenhouse, no plants in it, but otherwise all the other sounds that would be in there. And then they fed that into the machine learning algorithm to be like, these are greenhouse sounds. Yeah. And then that algorithm categorized them that way. And then when they mixed in plants, they brought in a bunch of plants. The uh, machine learning algorithm was basically able to subtract away the greenhouse sounds. So that all that was left was just the clicky sounds from any plants that aren't doing well. Wow. And uh, yeah, they recorded a bunch of different plants. They didn't just record tomato plants, which are fun. But they also checked out tobacco, corn, wheat, grapes, and something called henbit. Oh, henbit. Yeah. uh, You you know about henbit? Uh, Henbit, bro. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's where you get milfed.
1: Man, dude, my brother, he got henbit. (laughs)
2: <laughs> he was
1: out at Margaritaville Whoa. he got
2: hand That's great. Mm. So, uh, they were also able to uh, detect the clicks from tomato plants that were infected with the virus. So, it might not just be, like, a drought or some kind of stem damage type thing. It, it might also be able to report other kinds of distress. So, that's all fine and good, but, like... Does that matter for anything, or is that just kind of like a result of existing in the world, right? Mm. Like, it, is, is it just a side effect of the way that plants work? And uh, it's not totally clear. The scientists speculate, but have not demonstrated yet, that there are animals sort of in the wild that may be able to hear and respond to these clicks. So, just because right. we can't hear it, doesn't mean that other animals can't. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, there are lots of like definitely videos of like some very, very powerful
1: white men. Like putting their ear next to plants and be like, oh, it's clicking," <laughs> right? Like kind of Bob Ross types. You know what I mean?
2: Leave Bob Ross
1: out of Isn't this. That what happens if you eat of like Green Goddess? It's like, oh, the plant." I guess <laughs> you gonna see that new movie called Paint with Owen Wilson. It basically plays like a Bob Ross guy who gets usurped by um by like a female painter, and he like has a meltdown. No, wow. Yeah, it looks pretty fun, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, it looks good. I
2: don't think Bob Ross would have been mad about being usurped though.
1: Well, it's not it's not supposed to be like directly about Bob Ross. It's more inspired by a guy who's like Bob okay, Ross. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. You know like he has like a little like a little Jufro. and Well, I like uh, Owen yeah. Wilson. Yeah, he and the trailers
2: really funny. It's wow. called Paint. Yeah. Says, wow. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um uh, what the fuck were we talking about, even? Oh, yeah, uh, that there are animals that can respond to these clicks, maybe, right? Like there's bears and ocelots? Like, what kind of animals? Yeah, Probably so, like insects, probably right? Probably insects. Yeah. There are definitely insects that can hear and react to sounds within this frequency range, like moths and shit. Whoa. And maybe insects would stay away from clicking plants because they're distressed and maybe aren't producing as much sap or something like that, right? It's weird, though. Oh, well, I was about to say,
1: so, because this might be... Like, in my head, that's weird, because that would be like the plant being like, oh, yeah, don't eat me. I don't taste good right now. That's a weird thing to advertise. But then again, the other way I think about it is that if, if the clicking sounds are, you know, they emerge from a, just like a kind of a natural process in their xylem, then the insects
2: are the ones who actually evolved to hear out, to listen to that. Yeah. 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 There's no clear evidence right now that there's an evolutionary advantage to the plant for making this clicking sound. But for bugs to hear it, that makes sense. Sure. I mean, well, so one could imagine, although this is pure speculation, that a plant that is under drought distress would not be able to mount a very good uh, sort of like anti-insect or anti-viral or anti-anything response. Right. Like it's dealing with being under drought, right? Right. So it could be that sending out this clicking sound being like... Fuck off! Don't deal with me right now. Like I'm not feeling well. Yeah. And then those insects listening to that and not fucking with it That's might help plan. the plant survive. Right. In a circumstance where maybe a one-two punch would be enough to totally kill the right. plant. So how does the plant control the clicking? If the clicking just happens because of we don't know. Uh, we, we, we don't know if they can control the clicking. We, uh, we don't. Okay. We don't know that yet. That's something That's that the the authors have uh done like a tiny bit of speculation but they're they're not really advancing right like a like a grand unified theory of plant speech not yet not yet so
1: the but the clicking you played for me was pretty clearly craft work (laughs) like it's pretty clearly early german stuff it
2: it was fun it was fun i liked it yeah
1: so there's clearly it's too syncopated for it to be unintelligently designed I, I was into it. I was yeah, into yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah.
2: And, uh, yeah, so so the authors did suggest a potential human use for this information. They're basically saying that you could set up a watering system to wait until you hear that plants are thirsty and then give them water. Is that, like, a mandatory part of people's papers? <laughs> to be like, how could we make money off this? Well, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. The, right. there, there's usually a part near the top and near the end where you're supposed to sort of, like... Either get things rolling and button things up with like okay. a, here's a way that this is useful to the world. This is just another thing that physics just doesn't have to do. Yeah, and sometimes some other papers... They're all fuzzballs. I mean, you, usually you need to talk about some way that it's it's useful or interesting to somebody, but right. it doesn't have to be like the whole world, right? Right, right, right? But in this case, they were saying, look... The whole world. Global warming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Water supplies, water scarcity. yeah. Maybe put it'd be good. Each of those terms in a period at the end. Yeah, exactly. It ends up sounding like a Donald Trump speech. Yeah. Um, but basically. Well, there's
1: scarcity. He's yeah. never said that in his life. Microphones. <laughs> he said that. Plants. <laughs> he said that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not taste good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, okay, even okay. Clicking. Okay. They had the best clicks. Right. Um, so. I don't know what the break even point is in terms of how much water money you save versus. The cost of setting up a bunch of microphones to listen to plants. That sounds like a Donald Trump line.
1: <laughs> water money. We <laughs> <laughs> could take all of Africa if we wanted with all the water money.
2: So I don't I don't I don't know what the you know break even point is. But whatever, man. You know it is the, cool. they toss that in there. It's a cool idea, yeah. what we would see. So
1: Alright, so I think let's take a break. Yeah. But I think the next logical question. So we know that plants make these strange sounds. Mm-hmm. Can they hear?
0: Mm-hmm. Hi guys, this is Donatello Iglesias. And if you're like me, you've been listening to our sister podcast, Petri Dish. And you want to know what's in your body. You want a fecal transplant. But the fecal transplant companies right now, they send you a vial. And sometimes the vial, it's just, it's too small for all the poop you have to give it. Or maybe it's just a little too big and... Hmm, You just kind of feel small again that day. Well, now you can analyze your feces from the comfort of your own home. Sign up for poops, and you'll get your own fecal analyzer sent to your home. Plug it into your phone, probably go into your bathroom, and go nuts. Maybe you want to wipe off the rest of your phone, but in 30 to 40 minutes, you'll have your own free analysis of your entire gut microbiome. So don't wait. Sign up. Figure out what's in your gut with pips. That's P-U with an umlaut, P-S. Pips. Set your feces free.
1: Okay, guys, we're back. Mm-hmm. So, plants make sounds. Can they
2: hear sounds? So... The probably yes, right? So, So, yeah. listeners who remember time back, you know, the more than, like, 20 minutes, we'll remember that I already answered this question because Nathan asked me earlier in this That's episode. That's true. <laughs> but and, and if you remember one of our earlier
1: episodes, around, like, episode 24, we had one called Plant Ears.
2: Wow! Yeah, plants have small ears. That is not something that happened differently. Yeah,
1: hanging underneath them little weird n- nipple-dipples. Wow, yeah. nipple-dipples. Yeah.
2: So, um, it is pr- potentially the case that plants can hear things. Um, there have been a lot of studies over time to see whether or not you can like play music to plants and it'll like yeah. help them. Yeah, a lot of grow apocryphal. We're Californians, so I feel like there's a lot of
1: apocryphal, hippie, dippy, anti vax stuff that's like, oh, if you play your plant the cello, it'll grow. Sure, yeah. Right? Have you have
2: you heard of the album Plantasia? Well, I haven't, but I do like the name. Dude, it's pretty fun. You should play Plantasia sometime. Really? By Mort Garson. Yeah. Will my baby grow faster or is it only plants? Uh, I think things that work on plants probably
1: work on babies, too. Uh, like fertilizer. I kind of don't want him to grow faster, you know? Oh, yeah? Yeah,
2: because he's so cute a yeah, baby. he's so cute. No, you don't want him to be in college yet. Yeah, that's true. But he's going to college tomorrow. Yeah, that's, that's, there's no money. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I don't really know the answer if you can play music and plants actually get helped out. Yeah. There are some, like, there's some papers out there that I, I don't think are particularly well-supported as far as studies go, sure. They're like, but written. They like <laughs> cocktail napkins. They like. Uh, they found that more alfalfa seeds germinated, as in like started to sprout, when you play classical music, or nature sounds or waltz music, but they don't like rock music. That's hysterical. So, so there's, I don't. I don't know about all. I feel there. like there's a lot of yeah. I feel like there's a lot of
1: stereotypes involved in that. <laughs> Probably didn't play like Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, 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 I mean, plants like Pink Floyd. I, I like Pink Floyd.
2: Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but more plausibly, primrose flowers were shown to produce sweeter nectar when exposed to the sound of a flying bee. This is something that we talked about earlier this episode. Right? It's just, just like, you're saying it's more plausible just
1: because like, some intuitive logic to why that would operate. Yeah, and the
2: study that showed that is a much more concrete study okay then these studies with like they just set up an amp and played rock music for 12 hours on seeds (laughs) like some seeds were mad about it you know what i mean like it's just like it that doesn't seem very plausible they didn't really go into any kind of mechanistic study yeah in this one they actually looked and saw that when you are hitting the flowers with a certain set of frequencies Um, Their gene expression actually changes in the cells. Wow, all right. In order to sort of promote more creation and secretion of these sugars okay, so into the nectar. I thought it was just like some weird pervert scientist just like licking the nectar.
0: Like, it's sweeter,
2: sweeter. <laughs> just sitting by the flower being like, bzz, bzz, And then <laughs> I like <had> licking. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> it's fucking the flower it is, it is sweeter. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> no, this is a bit more legit than that. And this would maybe induce more pollinators to stop by and grab a drink. It's been found in previous studies that the concentration of sugar in nectar is something that can entice in pollinators. Mm. Hence, Drake. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he likes to pluck those flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a stud- the Concentration. The <laughs> study that did this actually stopped short of looking to see whether the flowers with greater concentration of sugar, of nec- uh, sugar in their nectar were pollinated by the same insects that were, like, making sound. Like, they didn't do, like, an actual study with, like, a real bee. Right. And then, like, have him buzzing. Right. And then, like, the flower that made more sugar got more of the, you know, so... It was just an undergrad dressed as a bee. Yes. Doing about as good of a bee sound as he could do. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully it gets more rigorous over time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an intriguing idea, and so I, I think now that one paper... One, like, pretty good quality paper has come out, I think that there'll be more coming. Very cool. Okay, so... To kind of circle back to a point from the start, I think that we as humans place a lot of importance on sound, okay? Like, I I think when we think about plants, there's a lot of biases that we have about the world that kind of creep into how we think about them. So, we think sound is really important, that's how we talk to each other, this is literally an audio medium that we're talking to now, Yeah. right?
1: But, let's admit, we're more visual, like... Like, if we was rich, this would be a show. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I think you're a very visual guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, you like to be able to look at this stuff. Uh, um, okay, so plants have clearly been communicating with the world by smell right. for some time now through right. the release of volatile organic compounds. That's cool. And sure, these smells we can associate with flowers, right? Flowers smell a certain way, often meant to attract pollinators, right? But plants can also release smells to try to convince insects not to eat them, or smells that warn nearby plants that they are being eaten. Yeah. Um, different microbes that live with plants, like bacteria and fungi, can also release smells that inhibit the growth of other microbes. Right. Sometimes it leads to changes in the plant itself, like telling the plant, hey, you need to build up your microbial defenses, because right. there's like other shit around. So it's not implausible that sound could operate in a similar way. Yeah, yeah. I think sound can operate in a similar way. But what is definitely clear is that plants are not just passively existing in the world. Right. I think that anybody who, like, you know, took a second to think about it kind of harder would be like, well, nothing really, pass- like, no living thing actually completely passively exists in the world. Right. But it's hard to get over that bias with plants. Right. Because they do look like they are just fucking sitting there. Yeah. Right? But definitely, definitely, they are out there, they're interacting, communicating, with a lot of things in the environment around them, potentially communicating with one another, 100% for sure by smell, but potentially by sound as well.
1: At what point do you think we're going to finally give M. Night Shyamalan the credit he deserves? Because he was way ahead of the curve, right?
2: <laughs> which, which movie of his was The Plants Talking?
1: I think it was called The Happening.
2: It's oh, is that like, The Plants Are Mad at Us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Way okay. ahead of the curve, you know? That happened long after I had already like written him off. <laughs> which, 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 at what point did you realize? I think Signs was the one, pretty early. Because I was like, I was like, pretty into the. Mo- I was like, this movie's good. Yeah, and then, this and is then, a good movie. And then like it ended the way it ended. Yeah. And then they're like, With water. No water. I'm like, do you have any idea how much fucking water there is everywhere?
1: Are you crazy? Wear a suit. It, it would be really funny if the final scene was like surviving aliens flying back, being like, oh, we stopped at the wrong planet. <laughs> <laughs> we could have gone to the next one or the last one, and yeah. they both would be fine. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's what we get for letting Dave drive. Dave's dead. He deserves it. Yeah. We went to Earth. He did Water fucking planet. deserve it. What a dumbass. Oh, he even got, could have gone to the moon.
2: <laughs> Literally every other fucking rock in this place would be fine. Yeah, close, close. Yeah.
1: Except like Europa, I guess.
2: Yeah, there, there's a couple of moons of
1: Jupiter that would have been Can you down. imagine had they land and think it's fine at first, and then look down and be like, Oh God! What? Well, oh, no! It's water under it's there. Water.
2: <laughs> yeah! Wow! Fucking stupid! Holy shit! Anyway, okay, okay. God damn! It was—it was almost a good movie. So close. You know, I've never seen
1: it, so I don't have the same response that you have. It—I it, mean, it sounds like a very silly twist to me, but I, I could tell for you, it was like painful that you were liking it. And then yeah. it had like such a dumb twist.
2: It was like, is this guy crazy or not? You know, is he a religious nut or not? And like, what, what's going on here? It's like it's kinda of scary and everything like that. Watch us go. And then it's like, here? oh shit, there really is a thing. Yeah. And then it's like, oh. They don't like water. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, yeah. whatever. God damn. God damn.
1: <laughs> alright, alright. So let's get out of this plane
2: episode. Yeah. This is summoning up too many painful memories. So um this is completely unrelated because we decided to do this episode divorced of this fact, but uh, Vikram signed up for our Patreon, so hi, Vikram. Hey! Vikram has a podcast called Plantropology. Oh, yeah, uh, shit. He's very cute, is and he, he knows a lot of things about plants. Has he
1: done an episode on, on this subject?
2: I'll need to check out... this was a sexy recent paper. It, it is pretty recent. It, yeah. it came out, like, the end of March. Yeah. So he might not have had a chance to roll around to it yet, but... But, anyway, hi,
1: Vikram. Hi. Hey! Okay. You should come out to California. There's some super blooms now.
2: Yeah, for a little like, bit.
1: I know that's, like, just, like... You should come now. It's a little silly.
2: Yeah, yeah. But if you came now, I'd drive you, Victor. Leave leave Lubbock and come out to California. Okay. Let's say thank you to Stacy Sung, our sound lord and engineer. Thank you. And then, look, uh, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash petri Oh. I have officially deactivated our Twitter, so we do not have a Twitter anymore. We're not blue checkmarked? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're not paying for that blue checkmark. <laughs> uh, but we do have an Instagram, I guess, uh, at... Petri dish pod cast. Oh. Or something. Oh. Petri dish pod? We'll see. Nice. (laughs) Shows how much I've been posting to it. Anyway, and and we have a Gmail address, petri dish pod at gmail.com. You are active on TikTok, though, aren't you? Uh, I don't post a ton of videos, but I am watching videos. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, Vikram's active on TikTok. He's actually oh, pretty shit. active on there, yeah. And he's talking about plants, and he reacts to a lot of plant videos because TikTok has a whole side of it where people, like, give stupid advice about plants. Right. They'll be like, if you take a banana and you cut the banana in half... And then you stick your seeds inside that half of the banana. And then you put it inside of a water bottle and fill the water bottle with Gatorade and then seal it up. It'll sprout all your plants. You're like, that is so fucking stupid.
1: Okay, that's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, What's candle? Uh, Nope. I'll need to look it up. Okay, okay. Well, next episode, you
2: guys, you wait, you you listen. Yeah, for Vikram's handle, sure. Yeah, All right. Okay, everybody. We're going to see you all next time. Have a good one. Mày,
0: Mày.